Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Volume. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecoff. Three and out podcast. Welcome to Super Bowl week. Let's get fired up. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. That's fake fired up because I'll be I'll be honest. I'm not that excited for the Super Bowl. Now, I, I am excited. Last game of the season. I love watching a football game that means a lot. Just Rams versus the Bengals. You know, it's not doing that much for me, though. It might be out of just the Bengals brand. Like everyone, I love Joe Burrow. But maybe I'd already had my mind that the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes were going to be here against either the Niners or the Rams. The Rams, I mean, I I think the Rams are winning this. We'll dive in more to the Super Bowl as the week comes. Probably do more of a Super Bowl, like a big Super Bowl show on Friday. Uh, I've had a lot of time to think because I haven't done much the last couple days. Uh, Played a little golf on Friday, hung out Saturday, Sunday, just worked out, laid low. Kind of weird without football, right? It's, It's really the first weekend since early August without football. And I realized that, you know, football is one of my best friends <laughs> and I miss it a lot. I just, I like hanging out with football, whether it's college football or whether it's, you know, probably my best friend, which is the national football league, that football. Uh, so I, I missed it. Now there was a game, which we'll talk about. There were a couple guys hired, which we will definitely talk about. And just, I, I'm seeing a lot of movement with coaches and, and something just hit me. And I, I think it's pretty clear what's going on. Uh, and it's something that, you know, as a fan, it's it's hard to truly know. But when you got a little inside information, you know, we, we try to be, you know, kind of open doors here on the podcast of what, what's really going on. And, and the Senior Bowl, which we talked about a little bit, which I, I was I talked to a couple buddies that said it was a pretty good crop of guys. I don't know about the quarterbacks, but I, I think this draft is viewed, you know, I think it's not very top heavy. You know, you. You don't really want to be drafted in the top 10 because people view this draft as very deep, which when you say deep, it's usually like second, third round. That's where all the talent is. And when you get a good player in the second round, you don't have to pay him very much money. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast, 3 and Out. If you're listening on Collins' feed, subscribe independently to the 3 and Out feed. Just, just search that. Apple, Spotify. I see that's all in the news. Spotify. Uh, I've never been a big Spotify guy, though... Dated a girl that listened to music that way. It is a fantastic place to listen to music. I, I'm still cheap. I just listen to, when I go to the gym, I listen to Pandora and I don't pay for ads. Uh, very cheap. I mean, I, I, I subscribe to like 7 million services from Hulu's to Netflix and I listen to music literally every day. Well, sometimes I listen to podcasts at the gym, but for the most part, I like I like some music, get the juices flowing and I don't I, I don't listen to ad-free music. It's kind of crazy. Maybe, maybe, um, maybe I'm going to break and crack on that this week. But subscribe to the podcast. We'll have podcasts out all week. 
And it's Super Bowl week, like I said, which we'll dive into Super Bowl a little later as the week comes on. And uh, we'll see what we'll see what's shaking as uh, as news breaks and and things keep happening. But I, I wanted to start with two guys got hired. And I think one consistent theme, and I was thinking about this. I don't think this happens in relationships, right? If you get dumped or break up with someone, you're not necessarily going to go look for the opposite of that person. Because I know I've been in a lot of relationships where I really like the person. You know, just when you get to my age, like you're either kind of like you're going to marry them or no, (laughs) you know, so it can get, you know, it it can be you you just these relationships get very mature. You know, I I thrived in like my 20s when it was just kind of loosey goosey, but it gets very mature fast, which is part of being a grown up. But when you date someone that you really like, the next person you date, they don't have to be the polar opposites. Uh, I've left, you know, some different jobs in my life. I, I learned what I was looking for, but I didn't necessarily need the complete opposite of a boss that I worked for or a partner that I was in business with. You just look for opportunities, right? But I think with coaching, like if you dated a girl that was really nice, if it was in if it was the parallel coaching, the next girl you would date would be really mean. Because when 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 an NFL team, or I think this happens in college too, but definitely in the NFL, when I have a coach who is a complete a-hole, and whether he's good or not, but we fire him, or he retires or whatever, the next coach I'm going to hire is going to be a nice guy. That's just a fact. And if I have a coach that is a really big nice guy, players coach, positive, and we fire that guy, the next coach I'm going to hire is going to be the opposite. He's going to be an a-hole. That is a consistent theme with how teams hire their coaches. Just look at the Jags. They had Urban Meyer. That by about two months in, we were like, this thing ain't going to work. This is going to blow up. I don't know. I could have told you that from a you know, 3,000 miles away where I'm sitting. But the Jags learned that fast. A complete egomaniac, control freak, asshole. Let's just call a spade a spade. People couldn't stand the guy. And they ran him out of town. You know, he didn't even make it to a year. I didn't expect that. Guy did not make a year. Now, the Flores thing is a little more complicated, right? I think Miami... I, I, I do understand Stephen Ross. I, I will never, ever... Uh, change from this position. Winning those games at the end of 2019, if I owned the team or I was a general manager, I wouldn't be able to look the guy straight in the face again. Now, unlike Urban Meyer, Flores could coach. There's no doubt about that. He won 19 games the last two years with Tua as his quarterback. But one thing that can't be disputed is everyone I know in the NFL, when I ask them about their buddies that coach there, they said, not a fun place to work. People despise being around the guy. He, He was mean. All the Belichick guys are. That's where they learn to just kind of be a dick. Now, listen, I mean, the you know, two of the best, Belichick, Saban, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But you better be making the playoffs. And when you're not making the playoffs, now listen, I wouldn't have fired him, but I, I could never, ever have gotten over 2019. Joe Burrow's in the Super Bowl, Justin Herbert's a superstar, and we got Tua. But clearly, once they got Flores out of there and they got Urban out of there, they were going to go after nice guys. That's the lock of the century. And when you look at the Jags, Doug Peterson, one of the biggest stories, I would say, this hiring cycle, and it's weird because the Jags are the smallest market. I don't know, actual people, the Green Bay or whatever it might be. But in terms of relevancy for the NFL, ratings and all that stuff, the Jags are dead last. And But Trent Baalke, because he was once a general manager with the Niners and Harbaugh, I mean, he's a big story. And it was like, people are not going to work for Trent Baalke. People refused. Now, they denied it, but let's, let's 
Not hard to figure that one out. People didn't want to work for Trent Baalke. Guess what Doug Peterson is? Low ego guy, which is kind of weird because unlike some of these big ego coaches, you know what Doug Peterson did? Outdueled Belichick in a Super Bowl. Hosted the Lombardi against Brady and Belichick. Not many people have done that. Only one other combo is Coughlin and Eli. So it's that's he's in rare territory. He did it. And he also accomplished the following year winning a playoff game on the road against the Bears. Like Doug Peterson has, has won the division, has won playoff games. He's had success. Yet, I've just been around him. And I remember talking to him at the Combine a couple years ago right after they had won the Super Bowl. Same Doug Peterson. Very just low-key. He would be considered a player's coach. People like being around him. People like working for him. He's very, very easygoing. Here's the other thing. The Eagles, you know, with Howie and Jeffrey Lurie, it's, you know, it's an intense environment. And he's used to that. Now, you know... It'll be interesting. I, listen, I, I've been with the Eagles. I don't. I've never worked for Trent Baalke, but I do think that Doug Peterson's personality is conducive to just getting along with other people. He's done it before in a, in a much much higher pressure situation. Now, here's where there is some pressure. They drafted the greatest prospect, you know, beside Andrew Luck and Peyton Manning of the last twenty years. Now, that doesn't mean he's going to be a great player, but just in terms of prospect, everyone I know universally agreed it's as good as you get as a quarterback prospect. So when you get that, and listen, they got that because they sucked so bad. The Jaguars were that big of a joke and embarrassment, and really, they're drafted number one again. Think of what Trevor Lawrence came into in the NFL. His head coach didn't even make it to the end of the season. Think about that. Like He had gone from arguably the most stable place in college football, even more than Alabama because Nick loses coaches every year. He never lost his offensive quarter. I College football people would have to uh, correct me on this. I'm not sure he ever saw an assistant coach leave. They didn't lose coordinators. They didn't lose assistant coaches. It was just like it was like the 1990s. You just kept winning and people stayed. And he, Trevor Lawrence, That was Trevor Lawrence, what he was used to at Clemson. And then he comes to the shit show with Urban Meyer and he's like, what the hell's going on? Well, now he gets a guy that played in the NFL for over a decade as a quarterback. That's been around Dan Marino, Brett Favre, Donovan McNabb, who coached with Andy Reid, and who outdueled Belichick in a Super Bowl. Who's also handled quarterback situations. He was there when Carson Wentz got drafted. He was there and he dealt with the Foles situation. Then he dealt with the rookie year of Jalen Hurts and Carson's situation. He's seen it all. So I, I think Doug, I'm biased. I think is perfectly equipped for this job. And to handle Trent Baalke, which most people would tell you, massive ego. When Doug Peterson has a ring and Trent does not. So I don't think Doug's going to be getting into like barroom brawls over players and personnel decisions. But I do think if he wants to make his opinion felt, he has accomplished more than Trent. And he has the equity. Because one thing I always heard that bothered Trent is, you know, Trent was, you know, he's this little, small, midgy state from North Dakota. There's an insecurity, I think, with him next to Harbaugh, this big, strapping, former NFL quarterback. But Harbaugh's a big ego guy, and he's kind of crazy. Doug is not. So I, I think this relationship has a chance to succeed, and I think Trevor Lawrence now has a chance just for some normality in his life because who would put, who would wish that upon their worst enemy? you know, a 21, 22-year-old kid to go through what he had to do in Jacksonville. He's probably calling Dabo like, Dabo, you got no clue. This place is crazy. And then Mike McDaniel. Clearly, they just needed to bring a, a 
someone who's just nice into that organization. Now, Flores, they won 19 games the last two years. But, you know, when you hear these stories about internally, it, what people did not want to work there. They were running through coaches like toilet paper. It was not a situation that was conducive to success. Because ultimately, you can be the greatest defensive coach ever. If your offense sucks, you know what? You got no chance in this league. This is an offensive league. You got to play good defense. You got to play good defense. Look at the Rams. Look at the Niners. But ultimately, like, the reason the Niners aren't in the Super Bowl and the Rams are, their offense was better. And their quarterback play was better. It's a quarterback play league. There's a reason the quarterbacks make 30, 35, 40 million dollars. They get all the juice. They're more important than every other player. It's just a fact. You know, it's it's not disputable anymore. Not that it ever was, but people argued it for a long time. It's no longer arguable. And the, the offense wasn't going to get any better in the situation running through four coordinators in three years or whatever the hell they were doing down in Miami. Now, this guy's never called plays. Ever called plays. Now, I'm not comparing him to Andy Reid, but when Andy Reid got hired with the Eagles, he had never called plays either. Just because you have called plays does not mean you're going to be a great coach. Pat Shermer's gotten multiple jobs. And he was, remember how awesome he was with the Minnesota Vikings as the offensive coordinator? Joke head coach. We see it all over the league. Offensive and defensive coordinators that are not good head coaches. Being a good head coach is more than just calling plays. But I would imagine McDaniel's going to call plays. And he's never done it before. Now, he's had a front row seat for well over a decade sitting next to Kyle Shanahan. He's worked with the Floor Brothers, McVay. He's worked with them all. Kubiak. This guy is an Ivy League brilliant guy. People, I, I talked to Kyle Juszczyk on my other pod uh, six months ago. And I just talked to guy loves this guy. Absolutely loves him. The, the 49ers love this guy because he's not. And you can Google some of his talks like he ain't going to scream at anybody. Now, when you look like Mike McDaniel, short, little skinny guy, even though he did, he did play college football, he was a wide receiver at Yale. It's not going to be his style. And I do wonder, and I, I've been on some text threads with some different just buddies that like the screaming at coaches, actually the, the producer of this pod, James, we were DMing or texting about it, I think last week. The, the day and age of, maybe it was someone else, I don't know, I'm on so many t- texting with different people, but yelling at different people, like being Nick Saban and Bill Belichick, oh, it was my cousin Nick, who played college football at UCLA. Th- those days are over. That's just not going to fly. That's not going to happen. Like the reason Saban and Belichick can do it is because they have all the pelts on the wall. That's why all these Belichick guys fail. It's like, bro, you're 39 and you're undressing me every fucking day. Relax. Now, I don't need you to be super nice 24-7. If I'm worth my salt as a competitor, I want to be pushed. But you can't hold me to this crazy standard like Saban or Belichick every single day when I don't think you've done a damn thing. And I do think the Kyles, the McVeighs, you know, I think LaFleur is intense, but I, I think that coaching style is what modern day 2022 is when you're dealing with this generation of players. And if you're going to scream at them 24-7, you better have some rings. You better have some rings. If you don't, they're going to tune your ass out. Now, I'm not saying that you can't coach a guy hard, but I, I think the day and age of these scream at everyone for everything is dead. It just is. People change. The game has changed. The game is no longer like Bill Parcells 1985. I can't even hit you like that. We actually got to play smart. Part, part of being good on defense is knowing how to tackle, knowing where to hit. Like you get in these big hits, you get penalties, you cost us yards, you cost us games. So I, I understand the hire. Now, I don't know him personally. I mean, I've watched him up close in my backyard, but you know, it's a risky hire. Now, I don't know their candidates. You know, I, I could have, if I was friends with them, I'd say, Mike, 
you know, you're going to get a job sooner or later. Are you sure you want to go into this situation? Do you like Tua Tonga-Vailoa? You're going, you know, Belichick's not going anywhere and the Bills are a powerhouse. The Jets have a bunch of picks. Like, this is not going to be easy. And he might just say, hey, man, they're offering me, you know, four years, $25 million. You know, if I get fired, whatever. Changes my life. I'm a millionaire now, but I'm worth a lot more millions when I take this job. No state income tax. Be like, I get it. You know, I, I understand. It's why most of these guys don't turn down head coaching opportunities. Even though I bet Mike McDaniel is making $1.52 million for Kyle. Well, Miami pays him five and a half. Guaranteed for four years. You do the math. $22 million, Whatever the number is. My, hell, it might be more. It might make $6 million. I don't know. But that's, you know, he was already making, I mean, he's already a one percenter. All these guys are. Again, one thing that bothers me is like when the media talks about every single coordinator in the league, offensive and defensive coordinator, makes seven figures. Seven figures. Most special teams coaches do. A lot of these position coaches are making six, seven, eight hundred thousand dollars This is, the NFL is now Wall Street with whistles. That's what it is. It's Wall Street with whistles. Every single person involved in it, in the coaching, some of my scouting buddies would be like, where's my cash? Be like, you know, you might want to become a DB coach because that thing pays about four fifty. Right, as an you know, that's and then within two years you're a DC, you're making one eight. Uh, but that's just the going rate for these coaches. So I, I get where Miami they just went the complete opposite, and they went with offense. So if this guy changes Tua, he'll be a legend. If Tua sucks, and you know, I don't, I'm not, I'm not one defending Chris Greer because his record as a you know picking players is not great. It's hard to ever shake. Wait, you took Tua over Herbert? Like you did? That's was your pick. <laughs> I don't know if I could ever look at you the same. I, I, that's, but hey, that's just me. FanDuel Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56. To celebrate, new customers can bet five bucks and win 280 in cash on either team to win. But you gotta use the promo code Colin when registering. That's right. You'll get winnings in cold hard cash because we know cash is always better than free bets. You'll love FanDuel Sportsbook. Also, by the way, FanDuel Sportsbook now live in Louisiana. Tons of Super Bowl props. Same game parlays are great. Combine small bets for bigger wins. Again, don't miss your chance. Five bucks into 280 in cash. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Promo code Colin, C-O-L-I-N. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia, or West Virginia. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund, 10 bucks. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook, FanDuel.com. Same game parlay available for multiple sports in all states on mobile slash web. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Jersey, and Virginia. Or call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789. Or go to 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Or call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. The people complaining about the Pro Bowl. Uh, I was watching Pebble Beach. Had a little money. You know, Pat Perez, top 10, no big deal. But I had on TV2, uh, Pro Bowl. I was on mute and I peeked up every once in a while. And of course, social media, everyone's, everyone's complaining. The Pro Bowl has been two-hand touch now for a while. No one cares. Like 15 plus million people are going to watch. They're, they understand what it is. The media and all my friends, friends would be strong. People that I follow, whatever, the blue check marks. Everyone's bitching and moaning about the level of play. Like, we, we know what it is. The, the consumer doesn't care. They just, if I'm a Minnesota fan, I just want to see Justin Jefferson run around. If I'm a Saints fan, I want to see Kamara get a couple touches. Even if it's two-hand touch, I, it doesn't bother me. The, the other thing is like, 
This is not for some diehard football fan. This is for the casual fan. It's why these diehard people in the media always get so mad. Like, they're not talking enough X's on uh, X's nose on TV. Puts people to sleep. You know the biggest, you know, stars on television were John Gruden and John Madden. You know, they kept it pretty basic for the consumer. Most of the consumer couldn't tell you if their life depended on it what cover two defense is. You know what? No one really gives a shit. I just want to be entertained. Now, I don't think the Pro Bowl was entertaining, but you watch. The numbers will come out. A lot of people watched. And, like, it's just stars running around, having a good time, screwing around. Like, it is what it is. It would, And I don't blame any of these players. If I'm Debo Samuel, and I'm about to get a contract, $50, $60 million guaranteed. Well, the Niners would love it to be about 50 It'd probably be about 65 Under no circumstances am I risking or cool with getting on a field where people are tackling me, especially when no one knows what's going on. It's not like they have defensive or offensive play calls. They just put in basic stuff. If I'm an offensive lineman, I don't want to get rolled up on. I don't blame these players one bit for not trying. This ain't 1993. You see the contracts all, you see the amount of money that's in this game, the amount of money these guys have on the line, put yourself in their business situation. So anyone complaining about it, like you're a fucking moron. If I were these guys, honestly, I would just show up and I wouldn't even get on the field. I'd be like, you know, I might run one route, but I'm not doing this for long. I'm not risking it. I I, I don't want someone to just trip into me. These legs, these hands, these, these pay for everything. That big ass house I'm living in. That big ass house I put my parents in, that that that, that uh, third beach house that my brother's staying in right now, <laughs> these cleats pay for that bad boy, and I'm not letting a- even a screw up, someone tripping over someone, screw any of this up. So I, I completely get why it's become this, and it's not to me a reflection on these guys at all, because if you any of us put ourselves in their shoes, we we would do the exact same thing. Seeing a lot uh, of just coaching movement around the NFL, coaches going here, coaches going there from a assistant coach standpoint. And one thing I think that's really happening, it's happened for years in college with Jimmy Sexton and some of the main college agents. It's happening now in the NFL. These coaching agents are placing everyone everywhere. If you think now like Andy Reid, if Andy Reid wants to hire a coach, he's going to hire his own coach. Same with Belichick or a guy like that. But some of these new coaches, if I'm Uber Flus's agent, and I hire Uberflus, and I just change his life financially. Again, even though Uberflus was making seven figures in Indy and already a one percenter in society, there's a big difference between making one point five or two million dollars and making six and a half. Right? That's it's a lot more money. So if I'm the agent, I go, well, Matt, I'm a big reason, and it's it's a fact. These these coaching agents now dominate athletic directors and owners. Let's face it. Most athletic directors, you, you some of these conversations I have with some bigwigs that are in the agent business laugh at these ADs. Think they are fucking clowns. Some of these owners aren't that much different. They have no clue what's going on. They wouldn't know, as Belichick would say, uh, football from a golf ball. So these agents can take advantage of them. Now, they know how to negotiate or whatever, but they don't know who's good and who's bad. And once they hire a coach, they just let them do it. So these coaching agents, once I get my head coach, and it's going to happen, I'm sure, with Mike McDaniel too, in a position to be a head coach, well, he's got a budget. Of, you know, he's got to hire an offense or defensive coordinator. They probably give him a couple million dollars. Well, if I can take my position coach at one of these other places that I also represent and get him there, I get to double dip. 
So, you know, clearly he probably wants, quote unquote, the best defensive coordinator. But when you see some of these names I've never heard of, you've never heard of, I wouldn't even call it nefarious, but it's just the way the business is done. That you're not always hiring because you always see on, on Twitter, like, it's so much cronyism. Everyone's just hiring their own friends. Actually, it's not. You might as well call it agentism because these agents are putting together all these staffs. It definitely has happened in college football. And you're starting to see it the more and more these younger coaches get hired. Like, if you want to work for Bruce Arians, Bruce Arians is hiring you, right? Look at the guys he's hired. Todd Bowles, Leftwich, like his guys. You, you watch Kevin O'Connell's staff, Mike, McDi- Mike McDaniel's staff, Uberflus's staff. Uberflus just hired uh, Hightower, the, the special teams coach from the 49ers, that we have been making fun of all year long. All year, like, this guy, he was going to get fired. Well, I don't know if he was going to get fired, but he deserved to get fired. Uberflus just hired him. Of course he does. Because the agent, they all probably represent each other. They just want to keep getting paid, keep the cycle going. Keep, you know, you know the thing about these agents? Obviously, you sign bigger contracts with an athlete. You know, if I got Amari Cooper, and he signs five years, $100 million, and $60 million to guarantee, and I get a couple percent that I negotiate that. Well, these coaching agents... One thing with players is they're young. They can be bigger pain in the ass. With these coaching agents, I don't really need to talk to them that much. These coaches are, as John Madden would say, you know, for most of their life, good at recess. They're coaches. They have a whistle around their neck. They don't do business deals, right? Most of them aren't negotiating contracts. So these agents, their whole success is tied to this guy negotiating their contract because they can't do it. I just think that you just seeing some of these staffs get put together. We wonder why the coaching has never been shittier. One, I think the cohesion of these staffs. Like when I worked for Coach Reed, every guy like Sean McDermott, these guys had been there forever. Doug Peterson and No Andy. It was like the connection. You see it with his staff now. You see some of these staffs. It's like just throwing shit at the wall and hoping it sticks. No wonder Belichick and Andy and Sean Payton and these guys consistently went. These young guys have no shot. One thing that's different about Kyle Shanahan is most of his staff, he's known guys for a decade plus. Even Sean McVay, some of the guys on his staff, he'd known for a long period of time. I I just, these agents are getting rich and I I don't blame them. If I was in their shoes, I would do the same things. I would love to double dip, but I'm telling you, the Bears, I'm out on. I I am out on the Chicago Bears and I'm going to keep a close eye on Miami and Minnesota staff because that thing, both of them have agent put together staffs written all over them. Okay, I'll see you guys Tuesday. Enjoy your Monday. And uh, we'll talk soon. Peace. volume Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere like at your pregame barbecue while you prep your meats that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch garage and the car inside and without the right home and auto insurance coverage the cost to repair this could eat up your savings so bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, 
fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 